0: Good morning and welcome to Grow Siouxland. Chris McGowan with the Siouxland Chamber of Commerce and the Siouxland Initiative. Coming to you this morning from the Siouxland Chamber of Commerce radio studios located at 101 Pierce Street, On the lower level of the chamber office building and on behalf of our producer, Mr. Justin Barker, as we do each Saturday morning, we want to begin by thanking our program sponsor, Chris Bogenrief of NAI United. Folks, I'm thrilled to be joined today by the CEO of the Sioux City Musketeers, someone who needs very little introduction. He's going to get one anyway, a member of the board of directors of the Siouxland Chamber of Commerce, engaged in all kinds of things uh, throughout our community, Mr. Travis Morgan. Welcome back to Grow Siouxland. Chris, how are you, man? Thanks for having me. I am doing very well. Very very well. I'm thrilled to have you with us. I know that uh, later today, hopefully you and I are going to saddle up and watch a little bit of college football. Uh, Some good yes. games today. What? Notre Dame, the Fighting
1: Irish, against uh, Ohio State, I believe, which should be an outstanding football game because I don't know if Ohio State's quite ready for that. I, I think Notre Dame's pretty good. I, I think uh, you know we could do the whole show
0: talking about football. We're really here to talk about ice hockey.
1: Yes. And we so
0: we're going to spend uh, the balance of this show talking about our own Sioux City Musketeers
1: Hockey Club. Yeah, just a 52 years of, of just pure tradition here in Sioux City. A lot of people bleed musketeer green in this town and around this area. And once, once that chill in the air starts to hit and people start talking about hockey, the, the musketeers, are, they're the big ticket in town. We should have a little chill in the air, but we're not quite there yet. And I, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't hate it because we'll get plenty of that in in a, in a month or so. So right now, just let it be and let it be warm.
0: I'm starting to see a few pumpkins and some scarecrows. And... I'm starting to
1: see some leaves. Yes, in the gutters, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. We're not even in October yet. Calm in, down.
0: In fact, I think I'll be cleaning out gutters later today. Oh, poor guy.
1: <laughs> poor it guy. It is what it is.
0: But uh, Travis, uh, how many years have you been the CEO
1: now? This will be my fourth season of musketeer hockey. And you already have one Clark Cup. And I have, we we, we have a Clark Cup, yeah, year number two, so. Great way to start. We've been off, I, I have been off to a fantastic start, um, thanks to some great talent, <laughs> and I, all of which I had nothing to do with. And we're going to pursue Clark Cup number two in the Morgan era this year. Yeah, so in, in year one, we made it to the final four, and we're probably one one big fight away from actually winning the Clark Cup my first year. I remember. Year with Fargo. Yeah, oh, we went after the Went after the goalie. Well, the goalie went after us and then we went after them and then we just had I, I, I that was hockey, so hockey justice. flagrantly
0: bizarre that I thought maybe Luke had
1: ordered it no no and, and the person I mean you know Brad's our leading score went down and, and nudged the I say nudge the goalie. He he gave the goalie a, a little shot and a little, then, but, a little stick action. But the goalie pretended like he got shot by a shotgun, right? And, and then you know, all... yeah, he, he fell like a soccer player. Yes, yes, he yes he flopped like a soccer player. He totally flopped like a yes, Lionel Messi at his <laughs> finest. Uh, and then you know, chaos ensued. We had guys get suspended, and then you know, our leading scorer was also suspended. Who's the one that started the whole thing? And it's kind of, kind of like Luke to, and all of us told him after the games, he like, hey. You're gonna do that? Don't. That's what the guys in the fourth line are for. <laughs> Put that guy, let him get suspended. <laughs> right. We we have enforcers. <laughs> That's right. That's what they're there for. What they're for. Not a leading score. So yeah. So final for the first year, Clark Cup our second year, and last year we qualified early for the playoffs and had with that, a
0: very young team.
1: Well, and we were rated too. I mean, you know, when you win a Clark Cup Everybody comes for everything. So new coach, new general manager, um, a lot of new faces in the lineup. We were very, very young. And uh, so, but even with that young squad and, and new head coach Jason cursor did a fantastic job of kind of rallying those troops and continuing that tradition and, and continuing the, uh, just the expectations of, you know, I think now at this point, the Musketeers are that team where expectations are this and that's we we're a given to make the playoffs like the playoffs are, are are that's an obvious thing that we're going to do we're going to accomplish and we'll make the playoffs it's the question is how far can we go and I think the Clark Cup this year is definitely the goal for us as you know we have we talked about that young team last year when you have a young team the year before guess what that means it means they got kicked in the teeth a little bit and now this year they're not young anymore And they're the dudes coming back. And we have 14 guys coming back off last year's team. That's awesome to hear. You're listening to Grow Siouxland on KSCJ
0: 1360 AM, 94.9 FM. We kicked off the program today with no introduction of our guest, Mr. Travis Morgan. Uh, Travis sits on the board of directors of the Siouxland Chamber of Commerce. Uh, He is the president and CEO of the Sioux City Musketeers, beginning his fourth year in that role. Uh, married to the lovely Sarah, oh. and father of two. Tell me about your family. Uh,
1: obviously, my wife, many people know her as Sarah Tisla, who was uh, on TV for a long, Long-time long time
0: television journalist in this community,
1: and uh, now she is the uh, she's the executive director of Camp Hiops, which is a fantastic organization here in town for oh, kids, teens, and adults with the disabilities. You might
0: want to give them a plug
1: for their upcoming yeah. Halloween
0: affair, oh, just so yeah. when you go home. <laughs> you don't get in trouble with your bride. Yes,
1: in late October they are having a haunted lodge party over at over at the uh, South City Riverfront and if you've never been to a Halloween if you never been to a Halloween party then you need to go to this one. Like this Halloween party is absolutely the best Halloween party you will ever like the costumes at this yeah. place are insane. Everybody Drinks, has a good time. There's a there's a, there's a DJ. There's dancing. There's fun games. I mean, there's is, costume
0: contests, oh. and they raise a ton of money for a great
1: cause. Yeah, for Camp High Ops. and yeah. So if if you're not going to go to the hockey game that night, go because <laughs> the Morgan family got double booked that night. So, oh, yeah. So that have, might be a problem. So I, I'm I'm trying to work it out. Where so
0: let's just say this: if you're listening in late October on a Saturday night, you'll either be at the Muskies game or the Haunted Lodge. Uh, Halloween party pick
1: one because if you're not at either one of those you're nowhere
0: yeah you're you're missing out yeah. now, tell me about your kids
1: uh Cam and Kate got uh Kate is six Cam is four and uh Kate is going to, she's a first grader at Dakota Valley and Cam uh, also in preschool now and just you know you everybody always told you you don't understand about the love you have for for a, a human or or anything until you have a child until you have a child. And you're like, okay, w- w- whatever. I, I love my dogs, you know. I love, love my wife and, and everything. And then you have a child. And then it completely turns everything around for you because it, it, you'd throw yourself in front of a train at a moment's notice, you know, for, for your kids. And I always joke with, with, with my kids. I'm like, God, I love my kids more than anything, you know. And... and I, I would throw myself in front of a train for you and then about 30 seconds later, you're like, I will throw you in front of a train if you it's it just the, the roller coaster with kids is so great, you know and you gotta love love every minute and shares every minute with them because you just never know what you're gonna get.
0: No, that's absolutely. And you got a couple of the cutest kids out there and hello to Sarah and continued success with Camp High Hopes and uh, Travis. A real quick summary. I know most people know that you're a longtime television personality, a sports broadcaster for many, many years. Let's go through your history real quickly, and then let's get back to ice hockey. So it was
1: 20 years in the broadcasting business from various stations, but you know, mainly here, Omaha and, si- and Sioux Falls, where I was a sports anchor for a lot of years, and then had an opportunity to work at Vegas as, as a uh, as a marketing director for them for three. Learned a lot there, and then parlayed that into uh, the CEO position of the Sioux City Symphony Orchestra, which is a fantastic organization, and Ryan Haskins and th- that crew, they do an amazing job, and and they really punch above their weight uh, when, when you think about the Sioux City Symphony Orchestra. They're just, they're, they're fantastic. Um, and then, it, you know, one day Luke Strand called, and he's like, hey, come do this with me over here at the Sioux City Musketeers, and uh, let's see if we can go win us a Claire Cup, and I, I'll never forget it, because this is a true story. Um... He called me and, and he asked me about it, and I was I was very interested because of just as a chance for me to get back into the sports world. But Luke is now the head coach at Minnesota State Mankato. After a year at Ohio after State at Ohio as an State. assistant. Yes. Um, and after the year we won a Clark Cup, and the, and the story behind Matt goes is when he called and, and was pitching this job to me, he flat out said, he goes, if you come here, we will win this. We win it together. And that was a bold statement by him, and... It had been 20 years since we won one. These are not easy years. to win. Oh, these are real hard to win. And uh, and so uh, two years in, he won, and then he told me he had to go, and I never thought about him not being there. And, and now, now I'm like, okay, well, all right, well, it's now Life Without Luke, and which is great, you know, it's, things are going well with with Jason Kirschner at the helm too, and, and we became good friends. And so it's... Yeah, it's it's been a, a great ride so far, and I, I love working for the Sioux City Musketeers.
0: All right, it's it's been a year. We've had a year off. It's time to go win another it's one. It's
1: time to go. You're right. We we give somebody else a chance to go win one. Now now it's time for us to win one again.
0: Time to bring the trophy, the Clark Cup, that's rightfully
1: ours, back to our uh, community. Yeah, and I and we get to this day, Luke and I get guff from around the league and from friends like, oh, you guys took that cup everywhere, and it's like we should. Yeah, we did because it was it was the community's cup too. It was just as much their cup, yours here at at, at the chamber. Hey, I Chris. remember
0: putting it in the back seat of my car and putting it in the seat, in the belt. seat belt.
1: That's right. I mean, <laughs> got to
0: take care of that thing
1: it, because we looked at it as when we won that thing, we we felt that it was as much yours and Jim down the street and Mary and Jane everybody. Everybody in Siouxland that supported us, it was just as much your cup as it was ours. And you pulled it out at the Siouxland Chamber of Commerce annual dinner.
0: Yeah, we did. In front of 1,400 people. Yep, and got a standing O, and it was great. And folks, uh, tickets have all been sold for this year's Siouxland Chamber of Commerce dinner. If you didn't get them, you're too late, and we apologize. But Travis Morgan and Christy Vermol mcmanamy will once once again be bringing us the top five news and sports stories of the year. Travis, it's become one of the highlights of the Chamber dinner.
1: I think that Christy and I looked at it as an opportunity to, to let's not make it just. We're gonna read to people. We're gonna make it almost like the Saturday Night Live news that they have. You know, it, it, we keep it light and fun, and we joke with each other about the stories or about personal experiences. Because Christy and I, we can be as self-deprecating as anyone. We don't care. Like, make fun of me. I. It, I, it doesn't matter. I, I'm more than able to do that. So, um, self-esteem is not your issue. Yeah. <laughs> You said it, not me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Christy and I, and we go back to, you know, my first job at KTIV was in 98 when Christy had Sydney. She was on maternity leave when she came back. Wow. It was the first time that we met and stuff. So, yeah, Christy's been there for all, pretty much my entire adult life life and i've seen i've seen her grow into you know different things and do different things and same with her with me and we've maintained a great friendship over over 25 years now you
0: guys do a great job with uh, chamber views and news it is a mock news broadcast christy covers the top five news stories of the year positive economic development related kinds of considerations travis you get the top five sports stories we're not going to spoil the surprise but you have a heck of a surprise in store, uh, and we had a great surprise a couple of years ago that you were on like white on rice mm. with Melissa stockwell um and Sergeant Alex
1: Pavage well, I remember and i and now mind you, I am on the board of directors here, and I did not know that you guys were doing this because you guys kept it buttoned up, it was tight, it was a surprise for everybody but the news the news person in me started seeing some things happen where you were specifically asking her questions about, you know, meeting this person in person, you know, and that the person that was a part of, you know, saving her life and, and on and on and on. And I, I'm looking off stage and I see this three or four this couple of gentlemen walking from their seats up near the stairs. I'm like, wait a second, what's going on here? This looks interesting. And I just hit record. I'm like, we'll just see how this goes. And sure enough. The, the rest is history. I mean, the man that saved your life, right? Yeah, it was a great night. It was a wonderful reunion. Walked
0: and up. and Folks, we're going to bring more of those kinds of surprises to the chamber dinner on an annual basis. So uh, if you're going this year, uh, make sure you stay for the entire thing. It, it's going to be fantastic. If you didn't get your tickets this year, make sure that you don't make that mistake a year from now because it is a signature event. And who is the chair of the board of directors this year? Christy Vermeule. None other than <laughs> Christy Vermeule McManamy. You're listening to Grow Siouxland. We're visiting with Travis Morgan, the CEO of the Sioux City Musketeers. We'll be back with Travis right after this short commercial break. Looking to buy, sell, or lease commercial property in Siouxland? One call is all you need. NAI United, the largest and highest producing commercial real estate firm in Siouxland. Speak with Bo Bronger, Nick Madsen, Aaron Rooney, Nate Connolly, or Chris Boganry. NAI United has the answers to your questions for commercial real estate in all corners of Siouxland. All NAI agents are licensed in Iowa, Nebraska and South Dakota. but NAI United to work for you today. Go to NAIUnited.com and learn more. NAI United, uniquely positioned to serve your needs. Welcome back to Grow Siouxland. Chris McGowan with the Siouxland Chamber of Commerce and the Siouxland Initiative. So pleased that you've decided to spend part of your Saturday morning with us. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed some high school football last night, uh, maybe some cross country, some swimming. I know my daughters have a swim meet this weekend, so wish them luck. Volleyball. Um, Volleyball. It's it's the season, man. There's there's a lot going on. on. Uh, Our Briarcliff uh, Chargers, our Morningside Mustangs, uh, they're in action. There's a lot going on. But we're here to talk about ice hockey. There is a little bit of a, a fall bite in the air, mm. and as you say, every night from the microphone It's hockey time in Sioux City. That's exactly right. Yeah. I've been hearing that since I was just a little kid.
1: Yeah, I think I I think Woody Gottberg started it. And, um, and we've just kind of carried it on, and it's been, it was a, the perfect thing to say. And when Woody started it, I listened to it when I was growing up, and it became part of it. You know, you just kind of knew. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the PA announcers through the years have just kind of continued and taken it on, which is, which is what they should have done because it's, it's a perfect thing to say. Well, I
0: tell you what, uh, sincere thanks to Lloyd Ney and his ownership group, and to you, Travis, and your staff uh, with the Sioux City Musketeers Hockey Club. Uh, on behalf of the Siouxland Chamber of Commerce, we're so grateful to have this quality of life amenity in our community. It means a lot to my family. My father was the first team doctor way back in the day. Um, I know the organization means a lot to him. Hall of Famer. Uh, recipient of the D'Artagnan Award, I believe is how you pronounce that. D'Artagnan d'artagnan thank you back in 1972 shout out to my dad who's 86 and on the precipice here in another month or two of uh, his 87th birthday but um, this program has meant so much to this community for so long and we're going to talk about how stacked you guys are for this year but before we get there i want you to remind this listening audience of the philanthropic and charitable work that this club does for this community on an annual basis. So
1: last year we raised with Jersey sales, uh, Jersey auction sales um, from uh, our military night to our Mountain Dew night, uh, you know, our Dew city cancer awareness, uh, pink Pink in the rink. rink. So pink in the rink last year, we raised over a hundred thousand dollars for, for cancer, which was, we had one Jersey go for $21,500 last year. Um, We raised over a quarter million dollars cash for local organizations, charities last year um, just through our Jersey sales and through um, our face off for charity with uh, boys and girls home and family services. We've raised now with them as our 25th anniversary last year. And now we've, we've helped raise them over $1 million in that 25 years we've done it. Um, But our Jersey auctions have become a thing of legend around the USHL when When I'm getting calls from a lot of other clubs going, okay, how do you guys raise that much money on your Jersey auctions? Because we we don't get that anywhere near that around here. And people now will, will, will flat out say like, we wanted to buy one, but I mean, the the jersey auction starts at, like jerseys start at five hundred dollars. That's where they stay, right. jump and they, off and at
0: that, the, much. and they quickly get to four digits. Yes, it's very rare to see one go for under a thousand bucks. And if you're able to get one for under a thousand bucks, you got to steal. steal.
1: Yeah, you got to steal. But it, I think half of it, it goes towards good cause. Winning helps as well. We've had a lot of guys that are probably going to play in the NHL someday, or, or are not, already playing in the NHL. Akira Schmidt, know, that are playing in the NHL. But then you have guys too that won a Clark Cup. And Doesn't Josh Cruz have one of uh, his Schmidt's he's goalie got, jersey. Yes, he's got he's got a Kira. Yeah, he's got a Kira Schmidt's goalie jersey, which is, you know, fantastic. Yeah, and that's so cool. That's but yeah, there's and and you know, everybody has Dylan James out there. There's Dylan James went for 175. And that actually might be worth seventeen five someday because he will play in the NHL, you know, probably within a year or so. Well
0: so. it's great to see. And we see so many of these young players um, who become Part of our community as they learn to play at the next level and they go on to the next level you know I, I think about one of my one of my college colleagues from Sioux Falls Hat Joe Zuger had okay. oh, a son yes. that played for the Musketeers last year, and now he's playing at, at West Point. Yeah, That is great to see. So not only are these kids – I mean, some are getting to the NHL sooner than others, but they're going to college. They're playing at the next level. They're getting an education, mm-hmm. and that's awesome to see.
1: Yeah, and we've put the, this, the Division One rate – is ninety nine point eight percent of our players go on to get a Division One scholarship, and that's I mean that's pretty much a hundred percent of of every uh, every person you listen. See I'll here. take a ninety nine point eight on any exam I've ever <laughs> taken right. in my life. Hundred percent, you know, and the, it, it's it really I think it really goes to show the, the the level of scouting that our scouts do and what our organization is about in developing these players. Um, but we also have we've also put over fifty players in the NHL as well. So um, we've had a lot of success with players. When they've left Sioux City, they've gone on to do great things and amazing things. So was, I mean, that's what it's all and, that, and that's what it's all about. It's about developing these young men when, when their when we their parents come here and talk to us, we tell them it's going to be more than just hockey. They're going to learn more than hockey. They're going to be they're going to become a man when they're here.
0: Well, and and we talk about uh, Ruslan Fedotenko, right? Couple of Stanley Cups. Yep. Uh, the the goal that broke a tie in Game 7 when he played for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. Max Pacioretty goes on to become the c- captain.
1: The first American-born captain of the Montreal Canadiens. Dude, I get goosebumps when you say that. The first American-born captain of the Montreal played Canadiens. Played right here in Sioux City. So, folks, get your tickets now, and don't
0: get tickets for a game. Get season tickets. Buy them for the office. Buy them for uh, the folks at work. Buy them for the neighborhood. Share them with your, your friends across the street. But let's support Sioux City Musketeer Hockey.
1: Yeah, and the tickets, like, we, we have tickets that are out there for, you can start at $10, you know, $10 for adults, $5 for kids. That's on that's on the low end. But, you know, there's the promotions that we do throughout the course of the year and, like I said, the winning helps. But my our goal is, Chris, with the Musketeers is to put on – it's it's like a rock concert. It's a concert when you come to the games. We want you to be engaged. When the whistle blows, there's great music. When there's a break in the action, we have amazing promotions that allow people to win up to five thousand dollars, or you know, big big prizes for certain things. And it, it's really a fun event from the start of it to the finish of it. Even when intermission hits, there's something going on every minute during intermission to keep you entertained, keep you going, and my goal when I, I talked to you when I, when I took this job was I want people when they leave the game On Monday to go back and say I had a fantastic time Have you been to the Musketeers game lately? If you haven't, whatever But then and, and somebody go Well, did they win? Yeah, I think they won Or did they lose? Well, yeah, I, don't, I can't remember But I think the Musketeers won What was the score? I don't remember when, when winning or losing becomes irrelevant And they just want to be in the building That's when you know that we've done it And we've raised attendance Here's a great stat for you 15% two years ago 17% on top of that last year, we are growing at a very fast rate. And now it's it's we're putting more in the building now than what they used to have when they when they were in the auditorium. Well, and I grew up watching hockey
0: games in the old uh, Audi with a chain link fence instead of plexiglass. Amen. With Bubba Podwasaki and Sam Nelligan and Dave Cardio. Yes. I go way back. Some great Dave names Davies. The past. Yeah. I mean, those are the guys that I grew up watching play. But that's the indelible imprint that this organization leaves on on young people in our community. And I know that that's what you're committed to doing right now as well.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, when we, when we have this, let's talk about this year's team a little bit, you know, 14 guys coming back, we probably have the best one, two goalie punch in the absolute league. I mean, like we have Jacob Kerbacheck and Samuel Urban who are both fantastic goalies and will do amazing things for us this year. Our decor is pretty much the entire decor is back. We're going to be very hard to score on this year. And we got some guys, you know, that can score the puck too. So um, I think when you ask around the league after this preseason's over, um, people are starting to take notice of who's who. When you ask about our conference, it's. Sioux City and Tri-City are the, are the names that kind of come off people's tongues first of those are the two teams that that are, that are going to be at the top of the list that they're going to be hard to beat this year.
0: In the final 30 seconds we have, we have a great offense, we have a stellar defense. we got a couple of guys that are ready to throw, but you have a head coach that's doing a heck of a job.
1: Yeah, Jason is here for a second year and last year did a great job with really a, a, an empty cupboard and guided us to a nice, a nice uh, berth in the playoffs. and then you can see it all go down October 6th. Home opener, we have party on the plaza, we'll have a band, we'll have a beer garden, we'll have food trucks, we'll have bouncy houses for the kids. It's all part of opening night for the Musketeers, October 6th, when we take on the Waterloo Blackhawks from an old rivalry there.
0: I'll be there, and I played the Waterloo Blackhawks when I was a 6, 7, 8, 9, 10-year-old kid. Nice. Would travel to Waterloo, and uh, we didn't fare so well when I was little. (laughs) (laughs) But our program's come a long way. You've been listening to Grow our guest today, the president and CEO of our own Sioux City Musketeers Hockey Club. Get your tickets now. Get out and support them opening night, October 6th. We'll be back next Saturday. Make it a great weekend.